this life, gotta make your own deals Chase your own thrills, pay your own bills On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels Phone synced up to the newest chrome bills On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on Without a minute to stall And there was liquor involved with some hype songs And the night is young Right on cue, the talking begins And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends A bit grimy a backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather round for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number I am now recording I am also recording. Steve said he is also recording. Steve said he is also recording. Let Steve the debate said he is begin. also recording. Okay, I'm going to count one, two, three. Beautiful. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> no, but hey, but, but this shit actually really helps a lot when I'm when I'm trying to line stuff up when it doesn't work. Yeah, you like got the mix little and banter match. at the at the beginning really helps. Again, I don't know if our listeners know this, but we are not physically in the same place emotionally. And mentally, we're all in the same place, but physically, there's some distance between us. I think that's true. You know, sometimes when it rains, I text Chuck yeah. and ask him if he's crying too. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I, I always he's reply. Like, he's like, "Who is this?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, "New phone, who this?" And then I just always reply, "God's crying." Yesterday, I told somebody, "Whenever I fart, it's just God talking through my butt." Hey. I, I, I think it's oh. a pretty accurate statement. Legitimate. So episode one twelve. Here we are. Here we are. The cold start. Hey, listen. The cold start. We weren't. We got cold brews. We got Colesville shirts on. Got cold I shoulders. I saw that. <laughs> cold I saw the Colesville shirt. Rush is the man. People in Colesville know Coles ill, and the flows will turn your little roadblock to roadkill. It's an old Seize Mike's line. It's a strong line. Gotta do your homework, kids. It's a strong line. Listen, right, out, right out the gate. I think I might have gotten a couple free meals out of telling people that Colesville was named after me. I can't confirm or Noodle King? Who's giving free meals for that one? Like, hey, Noodle I'm King? Ma- I'm the mayor of Colesville. Pay up. Pay up on your shrimp tax. <laughs> So uh, I do have I do have a new member of I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have I have a couple new members of different styles that I wanted to debut for you guys. Perpetual motion. Well, that's 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 sort of like the he's sort of the do it all of the crew. Remember do it all from uh, Lords of the Underground? (laughs) Do nothing. Which (laughs) which dude was do it all in uh, Lords of the Underground? Not Uh, the live for the funk, die for the funk, the worst one of the two, to be perfectly honest. No, I didn't. I thought he was the better one. So, Mr. Funky, you you didn't think he was the better one? No, I thought the do it all do was okay. The better one. All right, I felt like he was more the grinder, and the Mr. Funky was like the punchline dude. But you know, to each their own. I like the punchline dudes, though. That's my that's more my steez. There's never also- been a group I'd be less likely to differentiate than maybe. <laughs> like even <laughs> I would even say if I listen to enough Dos Effects, I can be like, oh, Drazy came off on this one. Oh, that's Scoob. That Scoob killing it. I I was about to ask, and I've listened to a lot of Lords of the Underground for the record. Yeah. And I was about to ask, is Chief Rocco one of the dudes? So Chief Rocco was the big single, but the uh, it's got to be the shoes. That's Mr. Funky. The other dude is uh, make you jump like House of Pain. Damn, can I rock? That's uh, do it all. <laughs> he, 
his, well, line, his line was really, I can make you jump like I was a pain. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, you know, he got you from A to B, but you, you might not have enjoyed the ride. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But so his other, his other different styles member was uh, do, do some of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, all right, so, all right, so we, Funky Child, right, is presumably right. at least Mr. Funky rhymes first on it. Do they both get a verse in that? I think he might have two. And I think Mr. Funky might have two, and Do It All got the spawn treatment. Because that'd be weird, like if Rake One had a verse on Method Man. Chuck's right. (laughs) Chuck's right. Right. They're hard to differentiate between those two. Actually, how whack would someone have to be that they had someone guest featured on the song, and then somebody was like, you know what, let's just cut your verse. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so check this out. Check this out. You know, I feel like there's a market that different styles hasn't really tapped into. It's the gospel market. Okay. My man Christian, Christian values. <laughs> uh, we also got, like, he he's one of those dudes that's a gift and a curse his metabolism. You know what I mean? Like, he can eat, eat like four meals a day, like 5,000 calories and not put on any pounds. You know what I mean? But he, he really, he tries hard at rap. His name's Lee, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought actually that Gift and the Curse like when you said that was one of the new duos. Gift I'm always a big fan yeah. of the different yeah. styles duos groups. Right. Very right. much so. Set it so. and forget it. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just two alarm clocks. Uh there's also it he's got kind of I don't know if it's uh if it's Swedish or if it's you know if it's German. Last name Mike's and Tables, first name Janky. Janky Mike's and Tables. That's all I got. Sorry, the first two. The first two were You're solid. Fire. First two. Christian, Christian values is my man, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. He's kind of nice with it too. I mean, literally, like yeah. he's out there trying to be a good person. You know? <laughs> he's out there. He's out there helping the homeless. <laughs> Do we ever do philanthropist? Wow, no. <laughs> all right, add him to the books. Get him in there. Uh, speaking of which, we need an intern. So. Yep. You don't even have to come to the studio. Just listen and... and Tell us to stay focused. Right. <laughs> it's schedule shit. Steve, at about episode 70, someone sent in a relatively composite list of different styles names. Yeah, Jimmy B. Shout out Jimmy to B. Jimmy B. Shout out. Long-time Jimmy listener. B. Long-time supporter. I think Jimmy B was the first uh, shirt purchaser. Okay. Yep. First shirt, kid. Number one. First shirt. Number one shirt. Number one, I'm the number one stunner. I'm the number one shirt purchaser. I kind of remember. You also, and you guys could also own a shirt if you so choose. You could. You know, and it, it wouldn't be that difficult. You mm-hmm. just Google Chrome Bills uh, as a big cartel. Don't worry about that. Okay. Facebook. Okay. Instagram. We don't, have, we don't have what my friends at UID call a click-through. We need to have a click-through. Okay. You go to a place, you click it, and then you threw the money at it. It should be easier to buy things from yes, us. Yes, from us. That's what you're saying. Right. It should be easier for us to get your money. Is Attic was sporting a shirt tonight? He was. Attic was here. I gave him a Who hug. Are Who are you? We you get pra- a hug for yeah. every shirt that you buy. Hey, listen. We were practicing for the, astronaut- <laughs> for the Astronautilus show at DC9 this Saturday. Do you think this episode will post before then? Nope. Not even. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> the show that happened, and then uh, like a couple days ago, we'll have an interview with Astronautilus, asshole Nautilus of different styles. Oh, that's not bad. It's not great. It's I not thought bad. it was Astro Yestilus. God, that's awful. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm a big fan of Astro. Janky Mike's and I'm tables. a big fan of Astro Galatilus. Astro Galatilus. <laughs> I will say this as not a fabricated segue. Okay. That uh, I've never been a like. 
very well versed in Astronautilus's music, but I do remember C's opening for him. I'm gonna say this was like 2010 or 2011 because I still lived in DC uh, at the time. Opening for him at the upstairs at DC Nine, uh, and I remember Knobs was playing the drums on like an NPC or something you? like that. Friend of the show, and. The thing I remember about the show was being blown away by how dope he was live, and I don't know why I didn't follow up on it and and go into more of his music. So when I see that the homie sees is opening for him on October 1st, I'm like, you know what? He must have a new record out. Let me check it. And it is a really, really good record. Like, it, it's very... Uh, it, it's interesting because we've been talking about the Daylight album and how there's a lot of different genres on it. And I will say that since the last Chrome Bills episode, I've come around on the daylight. We can get to that in a second. This album is all over the place genre-wise, in particular with the way he approaches the songs. Uh, but I don't think there's anything that feels out of his comfort zone. Like, it's kind of an Andre 3000 sort of... Uh, just like he's very comfortable in a lot of different spaces. Like there's songs where he doesn't rap. There's songs where he's just battle rapping. I feel like there's one song where he it's literally like a diss track at Rick Ross. <laughs> like it's yeah. I think Which Psych Psych towards the end Psych? of the album. Okay, that's the one with the uh, he mentions POS's T-shirt and the hook. Okay, he's very good. And I'll say this about seeing him live and and to go back to when Chuck and I first crossed paths with them. It was at Scribble Jam, and I don't remember exactly the year, but it was pretty early. It was like 2001 or two, um, and he was wearing like a Boy Scout outfit, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker, and then he started serving people. You know, he, like he definitely played a character, but his skills, that's what he's most focused on, and I think the thing about his live show, and imagine I'll be saying this about the show that I just opened up for freestyling there's not a lot of people fucking with him well wow. he'll do you know he'll do the thing from the crowd where he'll be like give me some but he'll get like eight things and then weave them in and out he's really good at freestyling very technically sharp rapper very good showman you know and he's amazing as good as prof live uh i mean it's the same it's kind all, of i mean that's all opinion but whatever well it's interesting because they're different types of rappers but it's the same kind of showmanship like i remember i talking to you afterwards you're like Yo, that dude ought to be a fucking comedian dude he was he was amazing yeah, yeah. you could say the same thing about astronautilus he's okay. funny he's got like a really good sense of timing completely different styles of rap but you know yeah. dope shit you know and sees have you been have you been diving into that album as well i mean i've gone through it three or four times in just the last week and i think that uh for me, running away from God, which is like a song about Katrina or post post Katrina New Orleans, is really really fucking good. I'm already at ten or fifteen listens on that one. Damn. Okay. The video, I believe, is for Kurt Cobain. Uh, that's a really interesting video. Yeah. I mean, he's he's one of those dudes that when he first started the bubble several years ago, you'd see he really was maximizing his ability to get, you know, videos out there and do interesting things with his live show. There's a reason he's been as successful as he has, and I've been an abject failure. Yeah, what, why why haven't you put out more music videos? Because uh, I have a day job. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I, I think you can do videos on the cheap, you know, and there's been, like, we've talked about first name basis. I remember we did a video that was, there was zero budget, but the video itself was dope. Either I should get back into doing that, and I encourage uh, you know everybody out there who listens to this podcast, start rapping and make rap videos. Mm. Just you know, max out what you can do talent wise. 
you can go to Travis uh, Pastrano's. What's the dude's, what's the dude's name? Holy Travis shit. Travis Pastrano's. That's, that's <laughs> a, Who are you? Who are you? That's a, a top-notch video right there. <laughs> Where'd the big that slop? not on the cheap. Yeah, that was uh, Big Slop. Uh, was it the Grilled Lincoln song? G-Links and the uh, Higher Hands? Yeah. All three of those? Yeah. Okay. What was the I name? I think there's the another song? dude on there, too, uh, near the end. Oh, yeah. There's a big, couple MCs. Big Ox. Uh, big Ox is on it. Ruckus Brown. Yeah. Had a really nice verse on there. There's uh, two lines that stand out from that song to me. What do you got? W- they're, uh, they're both in my verse. Thank you. The, the Kevin <laughs> Serafin line and then going ham on a ham sandwich are always my two favorite lines of that song <laughs> <laughs> that's uh robbie d the drummer yeah says they go ham on a ham sandwich it's actually your got a great your man's, your man's great, famished yeah great setup line right yeah. he's like you're hungry your man's famished i'll make a gram vanish go ham on a ham sandwich so it's oh, even like a nice it. play off of the uh you know the munchies so that video that uh, Chuck and I were on the song, and uh, for our listeners out there, yeah. somehow they got the Grill Lincolns got a connection with Travis Pastrana yeah. from Nitro Circus. Is that right? Yeah, or Red Bull, like something like that. Yeah, uh, and Dude's Crib. There, he was just like, "Yeah, I'll be out of town, but use my place to video." Yeah, please use was, my huge house. In that shit was crazy. Dirt bikes. I'll never there. forget. They had. Uh, I don't know if they were quite strippers. They might have been like. The farm team for Hooters or something like that. <laughs> but I remember talking to some chicks and they're like, what channel is this going to be on? I was like, oh, farm shit. farm team for Hooters. Mm-hmm. What's your daughter do? Well, <laughs> I wasn't Bobby. around much while she was growing up. She uh, puts you know lunch meat on herself in uh, uh, underground uh, hip-hop videos. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Be- I, I missed the last minute because... I thought someone had broke into my house. And it was really that my uh, whoa, whoa. The cat my, my television had been paused for long enough. Where finally it just went back. <laughs> I've been watching PTI up. at apparently a very loud volume, and then it <laughs> cut off and went to the news, uh, reporting that someone had been robbed. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> in your apartment. Wow! <laughs> Breaking right. news: Chuck Harper was just robbed. Whoa, governments I'm, are way oh, out there. Oh, shout out to the governments. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Shout out, to, that out. shout out to Cole Policy and Steve Jarek for making this podcast. Cole <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of the three of us, we got a song out right now. We do. On iTunes and Spotify, if you guys want to check that out. Okay. It is uh, under the artist name Dude Computer. Okay. Shout out to Dude Computer of Pig Food Records. Best interview you? Uh, with uh, features from you two. Correct. And production by yours truly. Absolutely. It feels good. It's it's got to hear. It feels good great. Too. It's been out for probably two months, and we haven't talked about it. Apparently, I I you think we did talk about? I it? I have a bone to pick about that. I you know I don't I haven't did gone back at least, at least once at least once we talked. About did it. we ever play the song? We may have not played it. We should probably okay. play it today. I would like to play it if possible. I feel like we might have freestyled over the beat at some point. That is a possibility. But yeah, I I I want to say that we that this is why we need an intern. I'm pretty sure we did talk about it. Okay. I thought I think about we, it. I think we said it was going to come out, but then we never played it's it. It's like they say. It's like it's the thought that counts. I Would thought it be about all right with you two if we played it right now? Sure. Yeah, let's go listeners. into it. Is but, that because you right. want to get another beer? Yes. Okay. So this is UOI, Dude Computer. That's D-O-O-D, Computer, featuring C's Mics and K-Chromosome. And UOI is an acronym. So U period, O period, I period. It also comes with the acapella, remix, the instrumental. It's actually really dope on uh, Spotify, wherever you can get it. 
Yeah, the fact that there is, I want to do this because I know a lot of our listeners are also artists. And I want to say that a sure shot way to get your music played on Chrome Bills would be to submit a remix of the song. Can't fuck or fight my way out of this one. This one. Time to stabilize my income. It's fun to point a finger at the system until a fist forms and you can't afford your kingdom. Threw some cash to the ruling class. Who could ask anyone but self to do the math? Then I grew a mask. In debt up to my eyeballs. Disguise falls. As did the sky when my beauty crashed. Soul survivor. Sad to say the problem's mine. Paper trail traumatized. Can't rule this a homicide. Out of doubt of natural cause. Before I could resolve this crisis of capital being colonized I present our past just in case we forget We're not slaves to their future, we're slaves to our debt It's kinda gross when safety's a net And the rules can be broken without breaking the sweat Equity, technically sovereignty is its own pursuit You don't need a law degree to see inside a voting booth We're merely history's latest focus group So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to so just be clear with what you owe and who you owe my debt's been settled up there's nothing that i owe this place went from protozoic protege inside an open lake to growing legs and walking on the land while people watched in awe rubbing sticks together till it made that fucking fire roar and my applause was echoing while people tried to find their voice dipped and got that second wind to reaffirm initial choice to do the thing they does but left the history neglected get upset when they can see i'm unaffected by their presence and i can see the seesaw balance is past due they learn from the mistakes they saw me make though they were far and few so if I gotta play the role of guiding folks around the traps To tell me that ain't worth at least sincerity when giving dabs Apparently the bill I sent came back, return to sender Put the proper postage on that shit and tell him not to bend it And before it's time to burn the city down and breathe the potent fumes Just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it so, to just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to So just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it so, to Just be clear of what you owe and who you owe it to of the essence i'll give you some credit when you splurging on a necklace puts return on my investment and we don't need to know exactly what your savings are sign for the higher apr and here's your favorite card a face card's not the hand you would dealt so for you to take a piece of this planet's wealth demand some help taking advance now but nothing's free so those late night collections calls they come from me and before you point to one Ponzi scheme, there's a million on the up and up for people to follow a dream. A bunch of mom and pops trying to balance the books. We step in and take our cut, you call us the crooks. Complaints without solutions, vague and inconclusive, raised in its grace, trying to change the institution. Now that you left Zuccotti Park all confused, let's be clear on what you owe and who you owe it to. Let's be clear on what you owe, I'm who you owe it to. Let's be clear on what you owe, I'm who you owe it to. Let's be clear on what you owe, I'm who you owe it to. Let's be clear. What did you just say? Did he just say Bukaki Park? Listen, if you go walking through Bukaki Park, you you gotta you gotta expect what you get, you know? I know it's a big deal that Anthony Weiner is in a sex scandal, but we must remember that while in political office, 
He was so pivotal in the creation of Bukaki Park in New York City. <laughs> it's picturesque, if you will. <laughs> Holy the, shit. Is the that fountain? an actual spider? We got to get a picture of this spider, Chuck. This thing, this thing's trying to be the fourth co-host. Yo, welcome to the show, spider. I almost... Can you lift it? It's, I'm not lifting that thing up. Yeah, it'll fucking... It'll abscond with one of your children. I'm going to give him a cashew. <laughs> Yo, you know what would be kind of an ill thing? So there's a big-ass spider on Steve's floor. He just covered it with a plastic lid that was covering a bunch of nuts. Word. And Steve and I are, are sharing a uh, plastic thing of nuts, that which is just its own situation. Put a uh, put a nut under there uh-huh. with it, and uh-huh. if... <laughs> I just where you going going, going back, there, though, right? it's related. Yeah, going back let's to... See, there, Jack let's see, no, no, let's see if the fucking thing is gone in the morning. You think it could eat a whole cashew? Hell no. Okay. Well, let's, let's fucking find they out. They need something with blood. Put your cashews where your mouth is. So that was uh, UOI, Do Computer, featuring C's Mics, K Chromie, produced by the homie Steve Bills. Right Tell now. me you're not intrigued right now. I'm intrigued uh, by the spider just di- versus the nut. <laughs> I just did it. The spider versus the nut battle. What rap. if he's allergic to? Maybe he's, he's like, I'm allergic a, to cashews. He's doing a compliment rap battle with the the cashew. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the background, playing track called "Smooth." Pen pals in a jazz back spastics. Uh, the new album is called. Oh fuck! Now I forgot what the goddamn name. Made from made for the underground. S- super hot. Super dope. I, I want to go. Produc- I, I want to go back to. I love this style of production. I'm. I'm getting. I. I get super hyped off of late '80s, early '90s Renaissance production. You mean early '80s, late '70s? Like '65. Yeah. '65 to like '84 was the illest. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to turn up the beat just a little bit, where I'll hear it without oh, affecting yeah. what's going on on your end? Yeah. Yeah. Rock. With I feel me. like I might need to take it from the top. I feel like Lord Finesse is about to come on and rap to this. <laughs> you can't. Yo, don't kill the rap, man. Lord. I'm not killing him. I'm, I've got. I'm, I'm keeping a tab on this, man. I could hear somebody coming and talk. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'm. I'm feeling like I might freestyle. Talking about a bodega. Yo, yo. Wake up in the morning, check my hair. <laughs> Make sure the part is still there. Then I put a little <laughs> gel on my fingers. Yo, cut your call. You girl ringer. I don't know what the fuck. Come on, man. DJ. Who's the DJ? DJ Bills. Yeah. <laughs> it was that or a chorus. You know I was, was about coming. to really, I was really about to go in. I mean, it's not like it's not coming back. Is that the end of the beat? <laughs> that was literally the end of the beat. <laughs> wow. Wow. We got to preserve that freestyle. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are these are good nuts. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of nuts lately, fellas. What's up with that? I got, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to let it die, by the way. Cole okay. said Bukaki Cole said Bukaki Park. No, he said Zucchini Park. Well, I don't I think know I if said that Zuc- <laughs> nah, I was Zucchini Park. <laughs> and I just want to mention that you know Anthony Weiner while while he was very important in the development of Bukaki Park uh <laughs> was very pivotal in the donation of the water feature <laughs> for water sports. <laughs> <laughs> Does it is his wife or his ex-wife or whatever she is? Uh, a, what the fuck? But B, is he she still it, working with Hillary Clinton? He did it again. Oh yeah, he did it again. Didn't he do it, just it again? Happened. He ju- he was uh, he was talking, sending pics to like a thirteen. He just year old, walked into a news conference. Oh He's like, no, here no, it no, is. No, no. Oh, I didn't realize he was sending it to to underage. Oh yeah, Dude, that's not. Yeah, fuck that guy. But at, at this he, point, I'm like, well, f- who fucking cares about him? 
I, no. I mean, I get why he's dude, lock that dude up, man. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind if he got shot and killed. I, I I hate to bring it that far. I'm like, dude, like just get out of the fucking way. Whoever that little the young girl's dad is, is probably gonna yeah. mark him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you really be mad? No. Yeah. Like, guy, right, you had that coming to you. Nah. Or a flogging. Yeah. A yeah. Fl- something. Well, all right. So, so here's an interesting thing. We we're talking about this off air in terms of societal karma. The guy, uh, I have to look up his name. The guy who Martin was. Martin Shkreli. Yes. Was famous for uh, obtaining like the stock and EpiPen or some shit. He was able to raise the price <laughs> sure. to the point where it was like completely unaffordable. I think, I believe he sold them uh, as one off two for five at Bukaki Park. <laughs> He's now auctioning off, letting somebody punch him in the face. And so somebody was like, yo, can I pay for Mike Tyson to throw the punch? That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. He's doing it to... I almost don't want to give him any, any limelight as to no. why he's doing it. He's, he's giving it to like a kid who's dying of cancer, which I kind of think is somewhat noble. Not as, not as noble as not being a fucking, you know... Right. Dickhead overcharging people. He's an attention whore, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, so it's odd because on there it says he's raising money for like uh, the memoriam of a deceased friend who arranged his publicity stunts. So what? he's like, oh, somewhere he's smiling like this is... All like, you could get killed with a hard enough punch. And I don't think it'd be not super big, difficult. Not a big loss for society. <laughs> no. He's also <laughs> the guy that L. bought the one-of-a-kind Wu-Tang album. Right, oh. yeah. Yep. yeah. And now he's if, been in beef with Ghostface. There's definitely that? a ghost. Apparently a ghost, when he disses you now... He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't do a song because I really wish he would. This is not a shot at Ghost. Although if he wants to diss K. Chrome, I'll take it. Because I'll take any publicity. Uh, maybe he can do an <laughs> Avid Gambler's diss song or a Chrome Bills diss song. But he did the same thing he did to Bronson, where he's just talking with like R and B music playing in the background. Yeah, it's he's like, like an iPhone. Son. You iPhone 5 footage with like the black bars on either side of him in like the <laughs> living room of a condo that he owns in Hoboken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Stand he's just like, I got. Yeah, Staten Island. That is one of those just weird things. Yeah. We're going to look back on that in 10 years. Like, I'm going to watch that video again yeah. of Ghostface dissing Bronson. Uh, and it got to the, you know where it all started from? This is the craziest part where worlds collide. Sports. Bronson was, was on, on sports, yeah, like a uh, sports show. Yeah. And I think Max Kellerman or somebody asked they him set about him up on that. Yeah. Hey. I don't, you know, he could have backtracked it. I think there was a, you could find a Chrome Bills episode that goes way into this. But the one thing I remember was he said, all he said he's was he's not like putting out any, heat not, like this anymore. Yeah. I think it's a mentality that you should have when you're in the booth or when you're on the stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's like I, w- I wouldn't walk around bragging about my steez over somebody else's in any given environment. I think it's an okay mentality to have. I guarantee you Ghostface has that mentality when he's in the booth. But I don't think he'd go out there and be like, man, fuck Lord Jamar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I thought I thought actually Bronson kind of. Can you isolate can we that? Sound, sound he goes, boarding. man, fuck Lord Jamar. It's, it's crazy his his career. I mean, he's the, he's a actor now. In uh, he was on Oz. He was on The Night of. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He was on The Night of. He was one of the guards yeah. on The Night of. He yeah. was D guard. He was the man. Mm-hmm. They True. played one of his songs from a recent album uh, at the end of the second to last episode. I'm trying to think. What was that? Ten episodes. So probably the end of episode eight of The Night of. It's called Revolution. And the irony was, it came on, and I was like, "Damn, what is this? This is fire." Uh. And so I went online and looked it up, and it was him. And it's—I mean—it's a very—it's a banging ass beat. Okay, is it? I'll have to check that out. 
Yeah. Speaking of the night of and rap, have you heard the dude Nas, the main character in the night of's rap? Yep. Can't of believe I haven't looked into it. Is it good? No, of course mm. not. Uh, it's not terrible though. I mean, you're not he's, bumping it. Like, no, it's not embarrassing. No, not it. It's not embarrassing. It, I'll give him. It's that. not embarrassing. You're he's like, British, right? Yeah. Does he have a British accent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we can agree that any rap with an accent is can be good, and sometimes can have good production. But like, I've no one has crossed in to at least. I said, I guess we can all agree, but I'm gonna speak for myself and see if you guys agree. Speak, that speak on it. No one has crossed in to where I'm bumping a rapper with an accent. Oh, you know it's funny you say that. Do you remember the year at uh, Scribble Jam when uh, Justice from Australia? Yeah. Uh, and then God, was it was Iron it? Solomon? The the source. I think he yeah. might have oh, beat Iron Solomon. He beat Iron, so- he beat Iron Solomon though. And then the source was like, uh, "This is America, bitch, and justice is served." He, I, th- I think Justice ended up winning. Yeah. But I remember at the source, I was like, "You you fucking threw every blow that there was in the book on that one." But it's funny though because I remember at the time when he would start rapping. I didn't pick up on his accent, yeah. but th- which is stupid looking back. He was a now. little guy, right? He was skinny. I don't think he was short. Okay. Uh, but he was very young, I want to say. But Chuck, to your point, it's funny because I always hated... I, I remember, a, I don't know, it was a while ago. I was in Baltimore with Max, friend of the show. Who are you? And there was an open mic, and I was just watching people freestyle. I was like, one of my favorite pastimes is just like checking an MC's thieves. You know, like just really like seeing what they're about when they freestyle. I never liked when people had like a gimmick. Or did some stupid shit, but they would always make me like catch my attention for a little bit. And I feel like an accent's the same way. You know what I mean? I'm like, right. even even if you're not super skilled, I'll hear you, and the first ten seconds I'm like, oh, that's different. But have you ever have you ever really gotten into an artist from another country? MC Solar was my was my fucking name. really. Oh, I loved that dude's music. Really? Yeah. Okay. Or he you've had, heard more uh, than just the Jasmine Taz songs? Yeah. He the had good, two albums, and I want to. Le, with Latois or some shit like that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's the one, that's the one I know. That's, he had no, dude. I want to say it was Eric like the Riddell. Wild Wild West, the West. Some, there was some song. Anyway, he had two records that I listened to a lot in high school. And I want to say the second one. The production was always banging. But he was a type of dude too. Like even though I didn't understand what he, you could tell cadence wise and like structure wise, he he was very technically skilled as an MC. And most recently in the news, right for. Like being on, kind of in everybody's bad graces for being around Guru, right? Was that? Solar? I think that was actually a different, du- a different Solar, oh, a different yeah. Solar, yeah. It was really, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. That's that's trippy. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that the there was dude, two Solars. The fuck? Well, I don't think I don't know that Solar, the second one, the one that like a lot of people blame for like this, all the stuff with Guru, yeah. I don't know that he was an MC. I think his name or like his like, you know, you'll meet somebody like my name's Wisdom. And like, it's not like an MC name. That's just like the name they gave themselves. Wow. I wonder if that's what Solars was. We could fact check this easily, but I like, yeah. to, I like to think it was two different Solars. It, was, it definitely was. Okay. <laughs> How would that be? If Guru was like, God, like I, this dude, I, he doesn't speak English. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> he was the wine connect. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just came through with the wine. Overdone. The Too much Chianti, kid. About to spill Chianti on my shirt, kid. A little update for the spider. Nowhere near the 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 nut. He's not really feeling it. All right, all right. Um, Don't kill my man. What's what's going on? You have a perplexed face right now, Chuck. He's trying. I'm, try- I'm trying to fact check this thing. Uh, oh, okay. All right. He's also. Yeah, he was just a producer f- to Cole's point, so it, it would have made more. Uh, they would have included that he was a rapper on Jazz Potas if it was the same guy. So I'm going okay. with. 
I'm going with not the same guy. All right. Um, <clears throat> bitty bitty bow to the baseline. That was a shout out for my man, my man yeah, Eric Riddell. Shout out to Eric any, Anytime the the French the French rap comes up, I think of Sep T and Eric. Bitty bitty bow to the baseline. May try to hit me on FaceTime. I don't FaceTime. Face I'm time. in New Orleans having a great time. That's pretty good. It was a good rap. Who was, was a good rap? Eric. Eric Riddell. <laughs> bitty bitty bow to the baseline. That's how he started his rhyme. I've never seen. Steve laughed so hard as when my man, <laughs> we were like going around the room freestyling and it got to Eric and he started with, bitty bitty bow to the baseline. <laughs> I need a ghostwriter, man. It's an amazing rhyme. <laughs> but I don't even <laughs> think that, us, Eric. I don't even think the beat had a baseline for the record. <laughs> no baseline. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Who's your best, who's the okay. best freestyler you know of someone that doesn't actually rap? Ooh. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, Scott's pretty good. Scott, oh, two guns. Scotty, two is guns. he really? No, I'm fucking wrong. Okay, okay. I think I've tried to get Scott to run, but you don't really go for it. Hey, it's there, it's not. You know what I mean? I've uh, I hung out with a dude that. recently. Yeah, we'll the, come back to that. Uh, DC guy, Ian Co. He plays drums. He's been in a couple New York, I mean, uh, DC bands, okay. and doesn't. You know, would never claim to be a rapper and could certainly hold his own in a freestyle cipher. Yeah. I fuck with that. You know, you feel me on that, Chuck? Like going to an open mic or just ciphering with a bunch of people and like three or four new people that you've never checked before. They don't even have to be dope, but they have to be into it. And I'm always like, I just enjoy watching somebody's steez. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Steve's like waiting for like one of us to mention him. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was not doing that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm admittedly a terrible rapper. I actually, you know what? It's funny because you had, the, the, well, the verse that we've talked about. That is before. amazing. That's classic. Peter Piper, picks a Crack of Peppers. A, it's going to live on forever. Yeah. I mean, you every now and then you'll throw something out. It's you could use work as a DJ freestyling. I'm though. a terrible yeah. DJ and a terrible rapper. No, I mean, the, the, the DJ, the your performance earlier left something to be desired, like a beat. <laughs> <laughs> Tough crowd. There shout are certain there out. are certain banging beats that are yeah. just bad to freestyle because of the stuff that comes in, and Steve just remembers the first part, so he'll be like, "We'll be anytime we're having a cipher within the first ten beats." He's like, "Bridges over is gonna come in. This will be great." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's the Karis ones doing bad, like the ad libs are on, and it's like flavors, <laughs> savor, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <laughs> really only bluffing <laughs> I've got it on my list of things to do to, is to mark my records where the there's no uh, talking over the instrumentals but it's hey, pretty low on my list of things to do can I delve into you psychologically okay you're you're one of these dudes and I think I'm like this I'd imagine Chuck like is like this too maybe it's just a man a, a dude thing okay whenever like something like something comes up that you really want to work on you're like it's on my list of things to do yeah do you do you actually have? It's just, I'm assuming it's just a mental list. It keeps growing. Yes. How how often do you get to these things? You're a busy dude, man. No, it's been building up for two and a half years. Okay. This list of things to do. Okay. Well. Okay. How do you prioritize? I think it? I just washed my car for the first time in like <laughs> a year and a half. Okay. It needed a bad, huh? I didn't even finish. <laughs> I think I just wiped down the dashboard and then I was like, oh, I got it. I can't finish this right now. <laughs> I'm looking. Like I actually who, do keep a list, and I'm looking at what the oldest stuff on the bottom is. Oh, this Chuck, be, give this me some of your faves off that list. Yep. This is <laughs> a good fucking thing. This is a good routine here. Fix turntable. 
which has been broken. <laughs> I noticed it was broken when I got to New York and I lived here for three and a half years. And I Your okay. turntable was broken? One of my tables only plays out of one channel. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Dude, drop that shit off. Just just find a... There's plenty of places. It's on my Joe, list. P- yo, pimp my turn... Yo, you, there's a place <laughs> pimp called... My there's a place called Pimp My Turntable in okay. New York. Interesting. Okay. They, uh, they will, that. Yeah, you can take... They'll take them apart and like paint the platters and shit. I like that. So, yeah. Steve's going to be pissed uh, at this other one down at the bottom. I'm be mad. Call Steve. <laughs> he's going to get really mad. Send Steve a thank Vet you. Vet appointment. Oh, oh, wow. That's not good. Cool, okay. That's not cool. Okay. Take care of your Take care of your, your, take girl, care of your cats, man. <laughs> Look, every Chuck, year. What? They really need to go every year if they're healthy. No, but can I admit something to you? Okay. I uh, My boy had, had an appointment like three weeks ago. I just didn't go. Wow. I just was like, fuck it, I'm not going to No that. phone call. I didn't even call them. They didn't call you. Nope. They just billed you. I think there's uh, there's certain levels of doctors that you can just Blow skip through. <laughs> like my chiropractor, just like if okay. my back if uh, my yeah. back doesn't hurt, yeah, I yeah. might just skip that appointment. You couldn't have picked a better example. <laughs> a lot of people think chiropractors are bullshit. I go once a week. I, I swear by mine, but yeah. he actually asked me one time. He was uh-huh. like, yo, like, do you think we help you? I was like, what? what where is this going? Because he was like, you know, like a lot of people don't think chiropractic. I was like, I'd never heard this shit before. I wish you hadn't said that. But then when I was reading up on it, yeah, like it's, yeah, I don't. You've know. never That's, heard the claim that they don't do anything. Listen, when I go in and I hear the cracks, they're doing something. You know what I mean? Something is being released in there. Are either of you? We've never talked about this. I'm huge into fucking like cracking my knuckles. I lo- I love. I used to stand behind a dude in class, right? Mm. Every time before the pledge of allegiance, I'd be like, "Come on, man, do it." He would crack his neck on both sides and have like twelve snaps. Oh. That shit had me so open. <laughs> I'll ask my girl now to do it, and the first I like wake her up in the middle of the night, like crack your neck. She can do that. Oh yeah. Oh man. I used to be able to do it all the time when I was younger. Now that I'm fucking old and beat to shit, it doesn't happen. Do either of you get open on that? I crack my knuckles and I I enjoy cracking my toes now. Okay. Yeah. I pull. I do the pull do the and pull. Pop. Apparently, that's a lot better because you don't stretch the ligaments. The only thing is, I can't do the two big toes. I can't I, believe this is I a, got our that podcast. On, I got I that. Ever, sometimes I can't believe this is really a podcast. <laughs> I got that on lock. I got the toes. Big toe too. Yes, yeah, uh, Chuck. Where you at with it? Big toe, little toe, Chuck. <laughs> not on. I'm not on the toes. <laughs> knuckles, and then I'm. I'm all. I will say this. Very intrigued by random cracking that happens out of nowhere. Like if I just like bump into a wall and I, <laughs> I end up like cracking some joint that hasn't been properly aerated in a while, that shit gets me open. I got one for you. Yeah, that was really loud. That was your ankle? Yeah. I'm going to make a beat out of that. I always think about I, like <laughs> in the past episodes where I've done it, like, yeah. well, you know, I'll have the mic up here. Oh my god! I I wonder if like I want to remember the time signature to go back to see if I remember that. It nice drives thing. people fuck. I was at Max's once. He's like, "What the fuck is that? Why is it so loud? Don't do that." I'm, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> don't B. do that. Uh, Chuck, what else is on that list? Yeah, give me give me think. like something that you added in the last week. Uh, to say like, tell Justin I love her. Cry it out. <laughs> Cry it out. Cry. I mean, the, some of the ones from the last week are just practical. I don't know if they're. <laughs> Okay. New new work shoes. <laughs> like, is that interesting? <laughs> Listen, I like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. That's yeah. I want to know that. Shoes, know. shoes are scuffed up. You, know, you end up, you know, if I end up in like a TJ Maxx, right? I gotta, new I gotta remember shoes. what I'm pouncing on. 
Not but all these were, things are readily available in New York. So if I end up in a situation where I could clean up, according to this list, I'll be grabbing new work shoes, an armband for my phone for when I work out, and a poker set. Hey. A poker set is on there? <laughs> yeah, a poker set is definitely on there. You know you, what they should do is actually put a vet inside a fucking TJ Maxx, dude. <laughs> that oh. shit would be the move. Yeah, they clean up. Dude, they would, you would kill it. Yeah. Do you need the cat? To, no. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you no, get really I, I, cheap Target gas in to, there too. Needs to go get into the business, dude. I always think about market inefficiencies. Like, what can we can we, like? I'll see it when I see when I started seeing Taco Bell and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yep. I was like, this is both terrible to see, but a great idea. Why do you think it's a good idea? Because if you're going to eat at a Taco Bell, you're probably it wouldn't take much to talk you into eating a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, but then you're battling it out for that. But uh, well, it's like a Baskin Robbins uh, and a Dunkin' Donuts. Like somebody might be like, I could go for a coffee, but like, I don't want to go to Starbucks. Like, you know what? I could do some ice cream. Let's go to both. So what if you're not in the mood? What if you're not in the mood for fried chicken, but you want some tacos and the person you're with is like, you know what? I could go for some fucking mashed potatoes and cat piss. Oh, man. Really, isn't that Pizza Hut in there, too? It's the three of them, right? That's Pizza a Das Huts Racist with- song, actually. I was about to say that's the only reason I know about it is because Das Racist made a song about it. Is it Pizza Hut and Burger King? No, it's, no, it's, it's uh, Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Pizza I Hutt. met the combination Pizza Hut and Taco yeah. Bill. Yeah, that's actually kind of that. Are those guys brilliant, or are they just very random? <clears throat> There's I not a some, lot of lyrics in that song, but the one I'll always remember is he's like, "I'm at the Pizza Hut. I've got, I got that pizza gut. It gives me pizza butt." <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Dude, because I, I, I actually checked out some Cool AD shit recently. Okay. And I was really impressed by it. What's that now? Cool AD. One ha- the one half of the Das Racist crew. Okay. Was he the MC? There's two MCs in Dash Racist, I believe. Yeah. Okay. But da- he was real, like d- Dash and racist. He was racist. I think. Dude, he you was, gotta be racist. <laughs> Yo, are you the like, racist? I don't want to do that. No, dude. I think you, I was. I don't know. I was super impressed. He's crazy, crazy lyrical. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's very stream of conscious rap. It's like it's like open mic eagle on acid. <laughs> okay. You know, like that's, like that's it's more quite it's, an endorsement. It's less organized than than Mike Eagle's rhymes. Okay. And same kind of stream of consciousness flow. Okay. I would check it out. Okay. What's his name? Cool Racist. Cool AD. Hey, I'm going to go to work. And then like, have you guys just heard of this this new rapper named Racist? His name is Racist. He's solid. Speaking of uh stream of consciousness rappers. Okay. Milo. Yes. Hey yo Milo. So can we, Chuck, have you listened to this record? Can I play you a uh, song? I went through it once. Okay. Uh, so I won't pretend to know it intimately, but That's yeah, fun. let's play something. Yeah, let's, let's rock out to this. This track is called Yo Milo. It's Cool AD, is it, how do you spell it? K-E-W-L. A-Y-E. D-E-E-E-E-E-E. How do you spell the A-D? Just A-D? Can you turn the beat up a little bit in the headphones? Check, check. Yeah, check. Uh. Tight. Yeah, perfect. Uh huh. Um. Yo, Milo, why you always rapping passcodes? Cause they assholes who don't deserve the whole. So they fiddle with their portions. I fiddle with my organs on parchment. Yes, I roll with Darkman. Failed draft dodgers and niggas teaching at Dartmouth. We was lurking, Michael Larkin with the Midas touch. 
eat at Perkins and resign to never being much That's the only truth worth memorizing, so I memorized it Then made a memorandum to try to signify it, give it meaning, make it worthwhile Wear black beanies, make mixed CDs with turnstile Join a message board when your house burns down Find your forever shelter in the iCloud Follow the winding path Yo Milo, why you front like you're enlightened? Because presently it's advantageous Now please tell me what the bad man's name is That's the same box that my 404 came in Do you think your soul will fit in there? A metaphor about the winter's air Deployed by a lawn chair in Los Angeles When Al and I was eating all air sandwiches I'll take B for the bando and bandages I go totally commando when playing banjo hits In a palace, bumping Shabazz palaces Skimming the Voynich manuscript Don't misplace the master's book of hours And keep a lookout for the hook blossom flower Follow the winding path I'll be you now Yo Milo, what's the significance of the five-fifths? And how do you mean you're the corduroy coon prince? I thought I heard you say you don't exude hubris Yo Milo, you make my very favorite nigga music In my own blood I wrote it on pigskin We need poems that kill I refuse to be yesterday's victim A cordial reminder of being Big B A cordial reminder of being Big B It's that amethyst poet If I wanted to be the illest rapper You would know it Cause I would tell you It's that amethyst poet If I wanted to be the illest rapper You would know it Been a couple false starts But we never end A paradox and a paradox I pair the locks while they pair it ops I'm not a rookie or a veteran Young sage of the treetops Burn sage while I plot on they weak spots Two seven in stage colored Reeboks The beat knocks Vegetarian I do not eat oxtails Deploying Oxford commas at will I definitely didn't dislike it. Yeah, and I we're back. I've had that. That's on like a that's on like a, a twenty spin rotation for me. I, I might have I'm talked at least twenty times through that. I know. I think we did talk about this on when I got back from uh, Helsinki, the five, Finland. The five, the five wish, the five year anniversary uh, of ideas passing. Okay. The show for that while I was out there. I went and saw Milo perform live at Honey. Actually, Honey's run by a dude who's from D.C. His name is John. Okay. Big shouts to him. Shout, shout out to John. I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, shout out John. Thanks, man. Hit him um, up on Twitter at J-O-H-N. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was very impressed by Milo's show. Yeah. And I got you a tape. Yes. Um, but I remember talking to him you know, pretty briefly. Yeah. But he's definitely so for with. I have a list of people that I want to work with. For you know the next couple installments, he's on there with the open mic eagle, a whole bunch of people. That would be that amazing. list is that list is is sick. Uh, but Milo is amazing. His live show is great. Very funny dude. Yeah, like we were talking about with uh, astronautalist and prof. Very different style of rap, but yeah. just such a good showman. What I enjoy about this record is that while you're listening to it, you can see that he's trying to figure life out. And figure out who he is as an artist. Right. He doesn't come on there and pretend like he's got it. He has all the answers. He breaks down the fourth wall quite quite a few times. Quite a few times. If I wanted to be the rest, the best rapper, you would know it. Right. Because I would tell you. Yeah. There's and there's there's tons of moments like that where you're like, wow. Like yep. I would. I was. You're completely in their train of thought as they're rapping. It's know? so interesting to me that you like this because you see more production driven, particularly like the golden era stuff. And he like Milo is definitely more 
MC centric music. The beats are great, yeah. but he's really the star of the show. I love it, dude. I mean, it's I those think guys that I I I kind of put on the like I'm listening to a freestyle uh, mindset yeah. to go with it because I know it, it it is that flow. And the person I would say is I didn't understand or really get MF Doom until I approached it that way. I was like, let me just see where this goes if I just just Very take true. it and see where like to follow the follow the stream. Yeah. Dude, there's a couple instances on this very record where Milo weaves in like two bars of an MF Doom verse. And I was like, oh shit, like I can't, you know what I mean? So he's homies with Open Mike Eagle. Yeah. And there's extensive amounts of uh, interviews with both of them where they're just like, I'm fucking obsessed with MF Doom's uh, the, the cadence okay. as much as anything else, but yeah. like that train of thought. I feel like MF Doom is like a Rorschach test. He. So I was listening to 2006 or seven. There was an, a Doom album. It's under the name Doom. It's not MF Doom. Yeah. And uh, there's a track on there called Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And if you if you would just to listen to it uh, once going by, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty dope. But then if you really start to, to read into the lyrics and kind of get his references, right. he is giving instructions to people on how to ambush cops and kill cops. Wow. It's fucking crazy. You guys should check that What's song. What's it called? It's called Absolutely. Don't agree with the subject matter, but I'll give it a listen. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that, but that's literally what the song is. It's like it's like here are your instructions and how to follow them, but the way that he he breaks shit down is really it's it's really trippy. This is when the New York Times decides to do an article about how Chrome Bills is inciting violence against police. Yeah, you're right. Listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not endorsing that. I just thought it was I thought I just thought it was really impressive the way that he kind of The point's well taken. The point is yeah. well yeah. 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 The structure of I mean for all I know every MC Solar song was just like here's here's the way to kill guru. Here, this is what the, every MC Solar song was about. <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Nice. Nice. Is the nice. soundboard still working over there? Hey yo. What is that? You a must wanna be in the, on the reels. Do you think? What are the chances we'll ever have an intern? Got to be low, right? Mm, nah, we can we can get an intern. Okay, I don't, I don't really want people in my house. Get an intern. Get it in. Get it in, kid. <laughs> get it Dude, in. So you know what? We're piloting a digital intern program. We'll just be in a group email and give you assignments, and you can drop them in. The specified Dropbox folder in the proper format. It will be 12-point font, double-spaced, one-inch margins on all sides, <laughs> two pages minimum. Yeah. If this sounds like something you're interested in, University of Phoenix presents the Chrome Bills Internship Program. Please let us know. Well, all right. So it, it wouldn't be a lot of work. It okay. really wouldn't. I mean, we each do, like, I'll do the descriptions. That would be something I would, I'd love to pass the baton on that fucking albatross around my neck every Monday morning. Uh, how how but, long is this episode? Uh, we're getting close. We're at, uh, hold up. Let me check here. Probably it's, it, we range between an hour. No, and, this is 50 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 50 okay, so I've done 50 minutes of work on the show this week. Yep. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm not saying that, that, that my complaints are justified. It's completely irrational and I'm selfish. But I think an intern... I love your descriptions, though. I hope people read them. Me too. Uh, wow, I hadn't even thought of... If they don't, I've been wasting a lot of time. <laughs> what if you just found out this whole time that we hadn't been posting them? 
So the description descriptions haven't been. At but I posted. Okay, right, I posted on SoundCloud. I, it was a what if scenario. Okay, that'd be that'd be a bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> if 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 we did it, if we had listener feedback, mm-hmm. if we had listeners, but if we got listener feedback and like I was batting less than seventy percent, I'd be like, God, this is what oh, am you're I doing with way money? less than seventy. No one's reading the descriptions. You don't oh, think they're man. reading the descriptions? No. I love the descriptions. No, I no. mean we read them, but we're on I the get show. A char- I get yeah. I feel like we had the discussion a while ago. I was like, is it worth doing? And you were both pretty tepid. You're like, eh, take it or leave it. I was like, we, I got to do it. I got to do it. And now 111 episodes I later. I love them. I should they're, they're my favorite. I will say this. If I'm digging in the vaults, it's the only way. It's the only way to differentiate. Yeah. And mm-hmm. to really know what the episode's about because you'll just have like, right. you know, fat vampires in skinny jeans or something like that. That'll be the title. <laughs> Right. It doesn't tell you what's really going on. I feel like my cat actually has made a lot of appearances <laughs> yeah. in the in the write ups, especially recently. I feel like in the new environment that we're in, yeah, uh, he's got a nice apartment. Well, you, you used to, yeah, you used to lock the door so the cats couldn't come in, but now he's sort of got free roam. He's chilling. I saw him changing your oil outside. He'd, yep, he's a big mechanic. <laughs> he's, a, he's a busy guy. Yeah, there are it's a lot amazing of, that he can work a socket wrench with his paws. But yes, no opposable thumb. Right. That's impressive. Right, he's killing it. Uh, it, he's got a lot of stuff around here. <laughs> I just went into a random description to see if any of these things are worth being around. This is episode 62. Do germaphobes have sex? And it says, "Wow." I'm going to do all the hashtags too. Hashtag MTV asks, hashtag Nas about hashtag girl Droog. And if he knows, Destevious, <laughs> La Charles, or Bracol. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Keep going. And then it says, "Next week's episode is a lost freestyle." I like that. Hey, I'm telling you. There I you wonder go. if it actually was though. I feel like it we do that a lot. We're, we're like, well, "Next episode," or like, "Here's an ongoing skit that we're gonna," and then it the next happened. episode rolls around. We've completely forgotten. All it. right, so one. Sp- let's go back to one spin and, and spin it to win it. Do what? Now? What records are on one spin? One spin and then you're done with okay. it recently. Okay. Are you still on the one spin on the day law? Schoolboy I came Q. around on the day law. Oh, that's right. You wanted to let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Chuck, you can't. Oh, no, but you're why? okay. Let's let's uh we can dive into all these, but you're one you one spin the schoolboy Q. I was I, not into it. I did the same thing, Chuck. One spin it. I'm sorry. I haven't gone back to it to be honest. But oh. I there was a week where I was bumping it. I did just hear Break the Bank the other day and I was like, God damn, this is a good song. But yeah, Break the Bank is nice. I've been into Ritz. Uh, okay, more God, than more than once. Top of the line, probably R-I-T-T-Z. probably seven or eight times. He has a song called MVP that just, it gets me hype. Okay, uh, I think I, mean, I think he's very t- he's a very dope MC. Every, a lot of the stuff that he does is double time. I don't have a problem with that. Right. When he does MVP, he's just basically he's like, "This is for all you f- motherfuckers that say I only rap fast. Fuck you. This shit's dope too." Okay. Which I that should have me open. But he's not cor- he's not like a no. It's not a corny thing nope. here. No, he is top of the line. He's he's one of those dudes like Chuck and I'll have the same feeling about like patterns. Chuck and I experience the same feeling. Hey, we'll have we'll hear somebody do like fucking uh, Shutterbug and Butterrug. My God, you got me. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready just to hear whatever you have to say. So if I say Bubba Sparks, Haystack, Ritz, oh Ritz, okay, all day every day. How many bubbles? Oh, I thought that was songs? the first part of a double time rhyme. Like you were gonna say bubble Bubba Sparks, Bubba Sparks. Haystack, Ritz, your, your Trouble Starts. Thinking, your mother's Trouble farts. Starts payback. Bitch. I was just thinking like I was just thinking like Southern white rappers. That's right. all. Right. Right. Trouble starts payback, bitch. 
I'm wrong with that. Right. I mean, he's one of those dudes, though, like, I remember the first, I was like, oh, I remember seeing this white dude. And then by the time I'd listened to his record twice, I was like, I, I completely forgot. Like, he has a song, he's on Tech Nine's label. He has a song with Tech Nine, and, like, it doesn't, it didn't occur to me that he was white. I was like, you're just dope. He's a chopper. They do the chopping style. They do do, yes. And I it, sounded like a real, like a real dad when I said that. The, they do the chopping they style. They do the chopping style of rap. What is, what is that exactly? Double time. But what yeah, makes but it the chopping? Is there hard pauses too? Uh, I think it's I think it's where they like slow down and speed up, kind of like throughout the verse. Always gonna be bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's a the like the way it lands. But it's interesting because I was thinking about. When people would critique him, particularly, let's say, like if an underground person was like, that dude, like he's so commercial. I mean, I always loved Quell's cadence and it was always the same. So if you have your cadence, I feel like my cadence is pretty much always the same. I'll try to get outside of it. But I feel like Ritz, like if you do double time well, fucking, who fucking cares if that's what you focus on? Yeah. I thought it was good. He's no Christian values, let's be honest. <laughs> Who's the Who? best Christian rapper at this point? I don't know that I know of one. Marzil. What's the dude's name? Oh, yeah. Man, oh, Man, like an there asshole. There yeah. There you go. It's, I've only done like five songs with them. Oh, no. Is KRS one a Christian rapper? <laughs> He's a doomsday prepper. He did an no, album get, called Spirituality. Yo, what if you. I want to. If there was a uh, doomsday preppers with KRS one. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Chuck. De La Soul. Put some Tell bleach me. in it. Uh, oh, I can't. Yeah, I came around on the day law, man. I'll credit Cam One. Can you re- you credit Cam One for it? Yeah, because when we were talking, he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to go more into it and and see what." But he had, he already liked it on the first listen. I was like, "All right, this album was like boring as shit," but I'm gonna go back in. And then for some reason, th- I realized that I just I really liked the stuff near the end of the album more. So yep. I would go in and start like midway through, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I can roll with these eight songs in a row." Like, is nice. there an, is there a narrative that goes along with the album that we're unaware of? If there is, it certainly I'm, feels like I'm it. still not on it, but uh, I think there's certainly a lot going on in some of the songs as far as okay. the individual content, like the song with Usher, which is very easy to ignore on first listen because it's a De La song with Usher. Yeah, uh, has some really cool storylines about. You know, people moving. It's called Greyhound. Uh, it's narrative. about a chick. Yep. It's about a chick moving and then becomes a prostitute, right? Yep. And then I think the second half of the song is her leaving or some other story. It's, uh, but yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting because I feel like they're in a position where <clears throat> they're going to have enough label people saying, like, this is how we're going to maximize the new mediums of Spotify or people not having more than. 30 minutes to listen to something if that. So they might end up cherry-picking songs. It's funny because the last time we were talking about this, I remember saying, I was like, you take, I don't know, 15 songs out of their catalog, they're hieroglyphics. You know, like, they, but they do have those 15 songs. They're very good at making hits. But they're also, I think, probably more focused than most people on having, like, a a concept behind the overarching work of whatever they're doing, the show, the album, to your point, do they have? Is there something that we're missing? I feel like it. Where does the Where does that album rank amongst De La Soul albums? <sighs> it oh. is above oh. the second and third installment of the AOI triplet. Okay, all right. So it's above those. Yep, but that still remains. That's still. That's still not. 
Three Feet High Rising, De La Soul's Dead. All right, so I feel like there's there's a couple different eras. No, there's it's none of those. Balloon Mind State, Balloon Stakes Mind is State. High. It's none of that. There's, there's those up through Stakes is High. Yeah. And then I feel like they they were into another era. What was after Stakes the is AOI, High? AOI, Bionics ones. It might be even grind. nicer than Bionics. The, the, I mean, the Bionics the was cool. Date. No, the, yeah, Bionics had some shit on it. Yeah. Hey, listeners, tell us what you think. Fuck what we think. I'd love to hear everybody's De La Soul album rankings. Okay. All right, Chuck. This, Power rankings. Are we, staying stakes, are we staying stakes as high as number one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Stakes Everybody's as high number that? one and then Balloon Mindset number two for me. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. I'd probably flip-flop that, but... Okay. Why? Um, it's a little dirtier. I thought there was... Some, I thought there was... Yeah, the, the production is grittier for me. Okay. And I thought there was some... Some str- like that Jean A track. I always there's a couple s- tracks. I'm just like I'm skipping this right now. Okay. Oh, the one I always thought it was a goof, where it's like baby, baby, won't you be my baby, baby? Yeah, but it's still on the album. I still I know to, it's like, no, I know it's terrible. That, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like you don't. It's not a cassette anymore. I mean, even CDs. Like you got. You started cherry picking. Yeah. I feel like Spotify, you could literally just be like, I'm going to remove these four songs, yeah. create a playlist of this record that I actually like. I'll even put it in the order that I like. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck, fuck everybody. Fuck the listeners. I want it. We need beef. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, fuck you. Whoa. What are you doing listening to this bullshit? Let's give some shout outs. Shout outs to Bailey. We don't. Th- we haven't shouted out Bailey in a while. Who are you? She's big into hula hoops. She's killing the hula yeah. hoop game, dude. Yeah. Hey, listen. Dude, you actually, know I can't even fucking spin a hula hoop one time around my waist. Really? That shit is impossible. It's tough. It's not easy. I could do it because I have a beer gut, but I've noticed Chuck, that she she sometimes does hula, the hula Chuck, how's your hula, hula hoop? How many uh, times? <laughs> she sometimes does the hula hoop with music playing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge her to do the hula hoop video with us talking about her hula yeah? hooping. Yeah. Okay. Super hey. meta. Challenge accepted. I'll accept four. <laughs> And then you have to do, and then C's has to do it. Hulu video. Oh my god! If she does that, we, if the three of us, will at least get to enjoy C's trying the, to hula hoop. You know, it's funny, man. Like, I think you don't, you don't catch yourself in the mirror a lot, like with the way that our lives are now. Yeah. There's times like I'll I'll, I'll play basketball and then go get a drink yeah. of water, like at a water fountain. I walk by a mirror. I'm like, is that really what I look like? I look, I look ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I sweating? My fucking so much? hair's disheveled. Like I have a fucking like a little gut. Should I call the police <laughs> or an ambulance? I don't, hey, listen, my game's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take you in the post. Definitely. I'll I, I'll dribble drive on you. Yeah. I might I might block your shot. You never know. But I don't. I'm not gonna look good doing it. Right. Steve, when's the last time you played ball? Ooh, when the last time you guys were over here and we played basketball? Okay. Did that count as basketball? Yeah, it counted. Okay. We played <laughs> oh, you missed the late night games too. We were hooping at 3 a.m. And Chuck whooped my ass in, in horse. Really? <laughs> Chuck's a tough dude to play horse with because yeah, he, he can hit the it. shots. I was not feeling it. Chuck, what did you break his back with, though? What shot? Like hey, from yo. behind hey, the back? Mid, behind mid-range the back. jumper from the elbow. No, okay. you know what it was? I remember it was that a free, Steve's. It was probably a free throw. <laughs> this, is, this is backyard basketball 101, right? Is that the, the driveway slopes for yeah, drainage. So I, was, I was shooting for And the if low you side. get far enough up on the high side... Yeah. It's a really easy shot. It was an know. easy shot, yeah. But then you can start pulling them from like 18. And if you're going first, it's just like no one's going to match it. Yeah. You know what I always think about that? Like at NBA arenas where, you know, the baskets are all the same. I wonder if there's just different things that players notice. Like, oh, dude, when I go to Atlanta, 
like the way that the crowd is like higher up, higher arcing. I remember going to games in, in Boston, the Celtics day. I was like, this, it's almost physically impossible how steep the stairways on the higher up. I wonder if the players probably don't notice that. No, they probably do. Yeah. I know they talk about it in the final so. four when guys They're like, are well, my girlfriend, my, <laughs> my, my girlfriend just my, fell off. Yeah, no, no, he's like, yeah, well, my girlfriend's over here. My wife's over there. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm only going to shoot threes from right, this corner. Right, right. <laughs> the, uh, in the final four when they're playing basketball in the center of a big stadium and there's this like you're used to the seats going right up and there's actually a longer gap to say a fox with shooters on the first game i mean depth oh. perception yeah i could see that throwing you off yeah let's let's uh we've been avoiding it long enough though chuck let's uh, talk about oh. let's talk a little skins giants although this Ooh. might not air until after the uh, skins browns game or browns giants game. vikings actually no it'll air oh, the morning of giants vikings that's a tough game, man. The Vikings look for real. They look serious. You know, not many teams go into Carolina and, and give them, give it to them. The business. Give them the business. They gave them the business. Gave them noogies, returning punts, getting safeties. That's insane, though. No the AP, The way that they're doing this is insane. No AP. No, no, no Teddy Bridgewater. This is supposed to be Teddy Bridgewater's, like, breakout year, right? You know what's crazy, man, is I think their offensive line is banged up and they can't run block, but they can pass protect. Yeah. And then they have it. I mean, here's the other thing. Seattle's defense is playing Seattle and Denver both of their defenses I'm like y'all are on because the way that the rules are now it's almost impossible to play defense you your motherfuckers are killing it the Vikings maybe are not they're like 2A okay you know what I mean their yeah. defense is Redskins for real like a like 36 a six, like a out 16, of a 32 like a team 16A. league like a Just, 7C yeah. oh that's bad yeah Listen, hey, you're a, you're a Kirk Cousins pick in, in the end zone away from being two and one or whenever this post, whatever. Here's what I hope the Skins do: they need to they need to, Cleveland's going to come to them. They need to put the beat down on them. They need to have 450 yards, yep. more than 30 points. Yep. Defense, I think maybe they're better off. I hate to see guys get injured, even though I think D'Angelo Hall is a fucking fraud. He's out of the picture. You got. Uh, Who's the kid who had the Dunbar and then Craven? Lance Dunbar. Hey, listen. Craven. How many Craven's. defensive backs went down in the Giants-Redskins game, by the way? D'Angelo Hall. Oh, no, no, who's no, the God. other dude? Uh, Brashad Breland had a sprained ankle. Breland, Eli Apple, yeah. and Dominic rogers Camardi. So four starting – out of eight starting defensive backs, four went down. Yeah. They playing on turf over there? Uh, they are on synthetic turf, yeah. They're on synthetic turf. Huh. Interesting. Because yeah. uh, Halls was definitely an ACL. Yep. Breland's was a sprained ankle. What were the Giants guys? Uh, one was a shoulder, and I think one was a uh, hamstring. Okay, yeah, it's got it. You know, hey, listen. I mean, it's a violent sport. Juice. I don't know. I don't know if I'm 100% blaming it on the field, but it no, I didn't. I did, it didn't seem. Like you know it was what I always hear? Like when older players are talking about it, they're like, "Look, during the off season, we didn't do all this weight training. We go fucking run on the beach, and like, our, so our soft tissue was strong. We didn't have the muscle definition of these guys." But when you have muscle definition, you're putting more strain on the on the soft tissue. Like, think about it. I mean, I don't know that there's got to be a way that? to go back and keep you, track. Of, Herschel Walker he was said that. Herschel Walker was like, dude, when I I I always did a thousand push-ups and a thousand sit-ups in a day. Yeah. And then I would go run. I never fucking I didn't mess with weights. Didn't weight train because I didn't want to put all this muscle on me and then start putting pressure on like my knees and everything. Huh. I wanted to have the ability to have like. Not, I wasn't, it wasn't important for me to like look a certain way. It was more important for me to be, be able to cut. I think uh, people that play in the secondary, the most important thing for them is their hips. 
Seriously, if you can flip your hips, like you can make up for a lot of fuck ups on your part. Yeah. But if you're focusing on like, yo, I'm doing crazy squats and shit like that, I don't know that you need that. I want to see a fat fuck in the secondary <laughs> with nice <laughs> hips. A fat guy with nice hips. <laughs> right, right. Uh, he's right. got those free safety hips, though. We got to bring yes. him in, coach. Yeah. You got childbearing Kim hips. Kardashian playing safety for the Redskins this week, and uh, so I'll give you turn I, around real quick. I'll give you my breakdown on the game. Okay. I respect Jay Gruden for realizing that the team was going to be desperate if they went 0-3 and without playing desperate, didn't play too conservative. I think the fake, fake if the punt. fake punt doesn't happen, the game might the game's completely different. And a few of the shots down the field on plays that aren't necessarily you know, they're hanging around it. I think it was like fourteen six or twenty one nine on like the 50-yard throw to Deshaun Jackson. That was yep. on a play where you're like, you know, yeah. it's like manageable down in distance. You probably just want to throw this underneath. They were just starting to get in a rhythm was and to totally go. open it up. I mean, you know, I, I respected – I thought it was a great game. I mean, I was saying it. I was with Redskins fans watching it, and I was saying the old, no matter who wins this game, this was insane. It was really was fun. Really the pissed fourth off. Qu- the, fourth quarter, the fourth quarter was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I thought the punt, the fake punt was interesting because <clears throat> apparently they'd seen something that the Giants do. I'd imagine a lot of teams do it. Well, I think they were saying like the one of the gunner leaves or no, there's the gunner uh, that's going to try and cover the kick, whoever's blocking them. And they were saying one of those dudes who's blocking the gunner just stare. He just sprints down the field. Right. And so it's one on one there. And so they're like, look, if you if you time this right. You can't get a pass interference call on a fake punt, but you got to get a defensive holding. If that dude's, you're running straight at him and he's just trying to block you, like I'm sure there's a lot of grabbing that goes on. Now, if you throw a pass to that guy, how would the ref not call defensive holding there? That's kind of literally what happens. So I'm surprised that you don't see that more often. But B, to your point, Chuck, like I think philosophically Jay Gruden was like, we need something, what do you got? Because we're going to need something. It's so good. Yeah. The margin of error for these motherfuckers, though. It, like, so, all right. So, all right. Here's the crazy thing. I mean, that was a nice catch, though. On Dunbar's that was awesome. Part. That that was a, a great catch. Yeah. Think about this too. The week before, Cousins throws the pick in the end zone. That's exactly what Eli did. Yeah. I mean, that fake punt could have been off or not. Yeah. If he hadn't thrown that pick in the end zone, yeah. and Eli, I, you know, I, you know, I'd fucking like love to get him. I'd love to watch him stick his finger in an electrical outlet. I hate that motherfucker. He's a top ten quarterback for sure. <laughs> that was, you know? I mean, that was a rough game for him. I mean, that was his worst game of the season yeah. uh, in turn yeah. in terms of turning the ball over. Two picks in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, it's fucking media loves to. They've already crowned yeah. it a comeback winning drive right when they get the ball. They're like, oh look, yeah. Uh, yeah. eighteen comeback like- drives, including playoffs. In the final two minutes or whatever the stat was, and I was just like, yeah. all right, yeah, you, you want to crown him, crown him, but, like, what are you doing? This is – they have two minutes left. They clearly should have taken a timeout on the other side of the two-minute warning. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I got to respect – uh, Dude, the red, the timeout at, before halftime was the, – the, 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 You the mean Redskins. the one they didn't call? Yeah, the one they did not call <laughs> oh, that's a good before point. halftime. Well, the there Redskins was that. Completely fucked there was that Cousins up. taking the sack. Yeah, that was terrible. I'll say this, man. What I don't understand – I know this is a played-out thing for fans of, like, Bill Simmons or whatever, but, like, bad clock management, I don't understand how it happens. A fucking six-year-old that plays Madden can can figure out the clock pretty easily. 
And the idea, like, all right, so I don't, I don't put money on it, but like, I'll have me and a buddy of mine. Shout out to Doug, who listens from time to time. We'll pick five games and we'll go over the lines. Last fucking LSU's coach got fired for not. He'd been there. He'd won a national championship. Literally got fired for not handling the clock weight. Uh, we'll pick lines. I've had the worst fucking luck, but a lot of it comes down to me being an idiot and taking a team like Jacksonville, who against Baltimore in week three. In the last five possessions, there was three interceptions, two of them from Baltimore's side, right? Jacksonville gets the ball back with like a minute 20, I think two timeouts. Fucking Bortles takes a sack like at like his own 40. And it's a kind of she was like, how? I'm tired of hearing like the OTAs and like all the stuff you do in the offseason. How do you not fucking know in that situation that you're with the ball? When I was watching Cousins like drop back, I was like, this fucking idiot. He's not looking to throw it. He's looking to make a play. It's like, dude, if it's not there. But what are you doing in practice that you don't have somebody being like, fuck, here's where you throw it away. We're going to practice you taking a drop back and throwing it away. <laughs> practice you using timeouts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was three points. I almost think it's equivalent to somebody at, like, at your day job. Like You're always like a half hour late. Yeah. You'll get fired for that shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or promoted if you work for the federal government. Hey, yo. <laughs> what did you think about? Oh, boy. God, I can't believe I'm debates. the one who's fucking. Debates. Debates. Oh, Actually, I watched it. Actually, that's a, that could be a member of different styles. Debates. Debates. Oh, no. I was, I was, first, I was going to do the Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Explosion on the sidelines. That was fantastic. He's, I, un, he's unstable though, right? He seems unstable to me. You know what I think? Well, maybe he's just that passionate about the sport. I'm going to get real. The record, I don't put shit about them losing that game on him. Chuck, yeah, if that's you, the you one know. thing I'll, I'll say is like. He's a monster. I would mean, love to have that guy on, my, on, my, on the squad. You yeah. know? Josh Norman is so good and for some reason does have. He's, I'll at least give him this. He's able to cover Beckham better than anyone else in the league. Right? Yeah. So. There's one moment where he just gets in a, in a zone, and that's the only word you can use. Where he like stiff arm Norman and hit the spin and went down that the sideline, and I was that like, "That was a ridiculous play." I was like, "That's you know that a play like that makes me think this guy's the best player in the NFL." It well, was an incredible play. It's crazy when you juxtapose that for what he's most famous for, like a one handed catch. Like the least impressive thing about the play that Chuck just described was the catch. It was yeah. the stiff arm. It was the spin. But he, very he did have one of those catches. He had maybe two of those catches in that game. Yeah. The one arm, like, stretch out. Dude, the game last year, uh -huh. the, I think the Skins ended up winning it, but it was the one at uh, the Skins Stadium, which for some fucking reason is in Maryland. Yeah. But, the, I mean, the two the throw, catches. Oh, the throw down in the, the bottom zone? of the screen when I mean, he, like, le on, lays man. out for it. Come on. I'll say, that, Chuck, have you heard the rumor that, that uh, the reason he was getting so feisty with people last year was that he's. People think he's gay, and people were saying a bunch of shit like that. Have you ever heard that? I know? heard Michael Irvin say that. So here's what I, here's one of the things I think about in terms of his uh, instability. I think that wide receiver, to, you know, lends itself to being totally. sort of a diva. Totally. I think if he is gay, I almost it's funny because I remember the rumors about Aaron Rodgers. It's like I kind of hope he is. just who fucking cares? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Barack Obama's a black president. Like, black people can be leaders. Like, no shit. Let's fucking move on, you right. know? Yeah. So, with Beckham, I almost hope it's true just in that sense. But I think the other you thing think is... That you think that Norm, uh, people are saying that Norman is using, like, slurs against him? I think that, you know, if you... if Obviously, if he is gay and somebody to the point where, like... I mean, you could be a black person and, like, if a white dude says enough racist shit to you, you're I gonna, can see you cracking out. Yeah. 
I also I remember a couple years ago Andre Johnson like he's not a fucking hothead. Yeah. He beat the piss out of Cortland Finnegan, who's a fucking I hate that piece of shit. Yeah. But he's always like jawing at people. I think the other thing with a guy like Beckham though, like if you're that talented, if you're really that good at something, like losing is just not an option for you, and that's why he gets so. Yeah, he's he gets he got fired up for yeah. sure. If if he he needs to channel that though, because that ain't helping this team. I thought it was. Very interesting to see Eli like go over and be like, you need to cut this shit out, man. Wait, Twice. He's like, I'm about to throw a pick, dog. Don't just relax. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, you Fall know, back. we're not going to win this Fall shit anyways, dog. Don't you know when the, the whole easy E, you should calm down thing would have worked really well was when he calmly, methodically marched them down the field and, <laughs> and scored a touchdown and Beckham would be like, oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Instead, he decided to throw a pick on a four-yard underneath pass at their own 40-yard line, which is just beyond me. Like, I think that if, look, they were racing against the clock. I think if you throw, and Cole will appreciate what I'm saying here. If you throw a pick on a 40-yard pass down the field because you're like, hey, there's only a minute left. We got to get in field goal range. We got to take shots. Who fucking cares? Like, that's. Yeah, you, you were trying to win a game late. When you throw a fucking underneath pass at all with that time on the clock, the motherfucker better be wide open and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to option four. My, this is my fourth, my fourth read here. Like not I'll someone this, that's covered. I'll say this about Eli. Is that there's dude, so like I feel like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Actually, Brees is a good, is a good comparison in this sense. The Super Bowl where Breeze beat the Colts, that might have been the best game I've ever seen played by a quarterback, particularly the second half. He was on fucking fire. But there's some games where I'll watch, like I don't I, I don't see Roethlisberger have these as often, but like I'll see Bruce, Breeze or Manning have a game. I'm like, how, like, how fucking dope are you really? Because you, like, you are dope, but you'll still have these big fuck, like Favre was another one of those dudes. I was like, you obviously are dope, but like you have some fucking moments in you. Yeah. You'll have dudes like Brady or like Manning. Uh, Manning maybe like now and then had him too, but I feel like the Joe Montana was a dude. I was like, I never really saw uh, like a crack in your armor. Yeah, you know, Manning from time to time. You know, he he plays best like you know when they need him. Obviously in the Super Bowls, which I, I haven't lost any sleep over or like bled out of my eyes from watching. But I think he's the type of dude like in a preseason game or in a, I'm sorry, in a regular season game, he might he might give it to you. Here, take. take Take right, this right one. Right here, just go Take ahead. I'm, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game is long enough. Chuck, do you are you happy with uh, number one? I I might have made this statement earlier. Bob McAdoo could not look any more like a Bob McAdoo <laughs> than Bob McAdoo <laughs> looks like Bob McAdoo. You know what I mean? Have you seen a picture of Bob ben, McAdoo? Ben. I mean, I'm about to look it up. Is it ben? Ben, ben, right? ben? Ben. Yeah, McAdoo, right. Even yeah. better. Even better. Ben, ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo's then, uh, tackle shop. My man has. My, it, it's funny when people are like he's the youngest head coach in the league. I'm like he looks it because he's got a fucking bowl cut. Oh shit, he does look like a Ben McAdoo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, check where he's he's born in Homer City, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Wow, Homer City. Yeah, he does look like a Simpsons character. If he wore the right glasses, he would look like PC Principal on South Park. Why does it have? Anyway, oh, shit, Chuck, are you happy? There's with... a thing where people are making fun of him in a suit. Have you heard about this? Oh yeah, oh, it's like super oversized. I think someone yeah. sent me this. Oh, My man. man's got like a huge. Suit. He looks like a like a, a kid going to first communion and shit. 
Oh man, his oh, suit is terrible. Oh, just wear your brother's suit. It's just your <laughs> right, announcement right. of being. That's <laughs> Brian McAdoo's suit. What's wrong with my man's suit, though? No. Uh, he just—that's what I'm saying. Like he's not. His haircut. He, he looks, looks like, like a, he's going to like his first job interview. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a cop in like an '80s movie, but not like an important cop, like a B cop who forgot his hat. It looks like he lost 200 pounds. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Chuck, are you happy with it? He's your head coach, by the way. Oh, he's I'm, lost 60 pounds. So I'm okay has- with it. I'm okay with it. I, I'm definitely doing wait and see. I mean, look, they fired Coughlin without a clear chance, a, about a clear vision of what the next move was. Philly immediately offered McAdoo the job, and they were kind of like, all right, so how do we feel about this guy? Because if we whiff on this and he just stays with the Eagles for 15 years – and he didn't get poached away in one of those times where you're like, yeah, of course, you know, we have a head coach. So when right. people come swoop up the the assistants, what can you do, right? You're actually in a, syst- uh, in a situation where you have a void. And you're going to let a team in the division, your biggest rival, go after him. I think they had to just, you know, it's a poker move. It's like, I'll call. Yeah. So he right. stays. What you- but what I, what I wonder is, is someone over in Philadelphia a genius? Hmm. And really was just like, you know, it'll be great. Is yeah. the Giants will if if they take Ben McAdoo, even if he's awful, they'll stick with him yeah. for three years. Yeah, and we think he's yeah. awful. Yeah, like we already have him figured out. That would be my fear. Yeah, that's like, a, that's a dope theory right there. It's like they read the game, yep. but for coaches, the game theory. Yeah, I you know Philly's another interesting one, man. I mean, how dope are they? Pittsburgh, you know, it's. I feel like Pittsburgh has some Eli Manning in, in them, and that like once a year, Pittsburgh, I have a loss where you're like, wait, what? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it doesn't. I almost, as a Redskins fan, I would pray for games like that where I'd be like, all right, like I'm not really worried. They do this from time to time, and they'll be fine starting next week. But you go on to Philly, and they put that on you. Yeah. Because the thing, you know, the thing that worries me about that, like as a Skins fan, Chuck, I wonder if it bothers you too. I'm like, yo, how good is Philly's defense? Pittsburgh, they shut down Antonio Brown. You don't, you never hear that. Yeah, you don't hear that. No, dude, we could lose to Cleveland. They must beat Miami. I, they I, gave that shit away. Can I? I'm gonna throw a prediction at you. Oh, I think the skins man. are gonna wipe the floor with them, and here's why. Okay. I actually watched and and just pieced the red zone. You know who we should get? Uh-huh. I would go out of my way to get Scott Hansen on the podcast. Wow, he's from the DC. Who, the guy, yeah, the guy who uh, does red zone for Verizon and to catch a predator. That's Chris Hansen. Oh. Uh, you like almond milk, motherfucker? Sit down. <laughs> Eskimo brothers. That's from my UID heads. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, with Cleveland. Did you see the end of the game against uh, Miami in week three? Dog. That was a nice field goal, right? They, well, it, there's a little bit more to the story to that. They, they're starting uh, Cody Kessler, so the third-string quarterback who's a rookie. Yeah. Uh, after having lost Griffin, who I, I don't know if we've talked about in here, if I took off running face first into a brick wall, you'd be like, that guy's an idiot, right? That's what RG3 did, so fuck him. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Mc, McCown, <laughs> yeah. I think wow. a service will back up. Yeah. He got hurt, so now they're starting Kessler. They go down to Miami. Miami, this is what I've learned by gambling on football. Context is important. Miami lost in Seattle, should have won that game, the last second touchdown. In week two, who did they lose to? It was another. It was like a, a tough schedule loss. New England. Was it New England in week two? I think yeah, it was because Garoppolo got knocked out. Right. Yeah. So you know, it's a kind. Of, it was like all right. Like 
yeah, you're 0-2. Neither of those losses were terrible, but like you, you got to get a fucking win now, right? So they were desperate, and Cleveland gave them a game, but then the dude uh, who missed the field goal, I don't understand how that guy made it out of the locker room alive because you could see that after that miss, that, that whole team was done. Miami gets the ball to start overtime, drives down the field and play. That's I think Cleveland, like that's the kind of loss where like So they're they're gonna come into into DC and be like, fuck heads, it, the season's heads, over. Heads hanging. Like, like this is this yeah. shit is done. Players are starting to tune out the coach. You know, people want to act like this is Jackson's first job. It ain't. Yep. He coached in the the Raiders before. Like he is who he is. He's a he's a good coordinator and that's about it. I think that I think they're I I think it'll be like thirty seven to seventeen, something like that. I would love that. You know. Who Giants have, Chuck? Minnesota on Monday night. That's a tough one. Oh, that's shit. a good game. Yeah, that's definitely going to be. Where a good is game. that game? Uh, in Minnesota. Nice. I remember I I ended up buying tickets for the Roots picnic in the middle of the summer for this Sunday. And when I realized it was coming up, I was like, "Fuck, I'm going to miss like an NFL football day to go out and watch a concert." Yeah. And then That's, I checked the schedule yeah. and saw Monday night in Minnesota. <laughs> I was like, oh, I still get to see the Giants game. Yeah. Nice. Hey, listen. Nice. Sometimes it, the, the, that works out for you. Yeah. I, the day after my wedding is, uh, by the time people hear this, mm. I, I won't be married yet. But uh, it's before a football Sunday. And believe me, the next day. You're watching football. Uh, we'll see. We're going on the honeymoon the next day, but we don't leave until late. So I'm thinking I can catch, I can catch some action. <laughs> but there'll be a lot of family. You know what I mean? That you will ignore and watch. Yeah. Like, oh, congrats. Like, shut up. <laughs> Talk to me during the commercials. Yeah. Well, they, but, and they're like, it's been four hours. We're like, oh, it's red zone. <laughs> so. You're like, really? Because it's fourth and two. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm excited, man. I think, uh, I think, I think the skins, I don't know. Who fucking, who, who fucking knows? I didn't get red zone this year. Really? I've just been watching the games. Well, you got kid. Okay. Okay. So you are still watching the games, though. I'm trying. It's like, okay. luckily, it's it's right at nap time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I feel like the red zone would be, that's a tough thing to turn off. Yeah. It is. You know? Yeah. I actually, we haven't had this, uh, my, uh oh. My, uh, bachelor party. Okay. I knew I was going to be so wasted that I recorded Red Zone and I took the next day off to recover and I watched like a good five hours of Red Zone <laughs> knowing the outcome of every game. That sounds like a good day. It was awesome. I'm not going to lie. That sounds great. like a good day. It was great. That what was week eat? one? What would you eat? Uh, week one. Uh, that day. KFC Taco Bell? <laughs> Combination. You guys don't have any fucking Pizza Hut? What the fuck? I'm so hungry. Pizza Hut's disgusting. It is. It's bad. It's Stuff crust is good though. Uh, I'm the only person I know that likes stuffed crust. Uh, Pizza Hut, I don't know. Listen, they fell off. Pizza Hut was ill when we were younger. Okay, Pizza Hut was good. Was it? It was, it was good because you couldn't have it whenever you wanted it. I don't know. I there were a lot more like buffet six. Pizza Huts when I was growing up too. I was a lot more pizza was Wow, Chuck, you just brought it back. Yeah, I only I went Ill. to one, there was a the one in Kensington. Pizza Hut. Was there one in Kensington? Uh-huh. Where? Uh, right. Yeah, right. Um. Right at the intersection of University and Connecticut. Wow. Right there. Okay. Yep. I remember going to one in uh in College Park with Ron and Drew, friends who are, of the who show. Are you? And man. I, I was like, I didn't even know this exists. This is bad news for nineteen year old Cole. I'm <laughs> yeah. hungry all the yeah, time. Yeah, buffets at nineteen were were troublesome. Yeah. Did you ever do me and some homies used to go with like twelve homies, twelve deep and whoever could eat the most plates would get their meal paid for. Oh really? Yeah. I never did that. This it was at Pizza smart. Hut or Fogo de Chao? 
Uh, we would go to uh, like all you can eat Chinese buffets. Oh god, yeah. that's disgusting. It was Steve, <laughs> what you know about sushi buffets? That's where it oh, gets a, lot. a little. A lot. Remember the one over by the oh, old yeah. office, yeah. Uh, by the old rest- Tower Records on Rifle Pike. Yep, that was a recipe for for <laughs> snoozing through the second half of the day. How was the food? The quality of the food? Really good, man. It was good. Really? Yeah, it was good. I guess sushi buffet. I mean, by unless it's not fresh, you got to know where you're going. Like Cole, you know, what do you think your number is? If you're, we're just talking rolls, right? Yeah. How many rolls? A sushi you buffet. Put down? I'm gonna throw this at you. Okay. There's a place in Falls Church called Sea Pearl. Actually, it might not be Falls Church. It's at Mosaic. Anyway, it's a very expensive throat, throat pearl. Throat pearl. <laughs> It's a very expensive place, but they have this insane happy hour, and it lasts from like three to eight, and it's like Sunday, th- it's Tuesday through Sunday, I think, or okay. some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, I went there last Friday, and had you know like it was me and my girl. We split like you know a bunch of rolls, like even got like some appetizers and shit, and definitely dived in for round two. I mean, I spent like a hundred dollars at a, at a happy hour where nothing cost more than. Five. Are you serious? I swear to God. Damn. It was insane. And believe, like, between the two of us, I was doing most of the eating. That's not bad. It Listen, I, it was... That's a good time. $100 weekend. I was <laughs> I, I was full. Anyway. How many, for, ro- so, well, how many pieces of a roll you think you were at? Give me a number. So when you say roll, like, I don't fuck with California rolls, and I hate cream cheese. They're, each roll has what? Six or eight? What's a, what's a roll? Uh, six? Six. Six, I think. Yeah. yeah. At least four. Oh, uh, okay. it's always more than four. Well, unless uh, there's okay. like those the bigger rolls. Okay, I'll go. I was gonna say t- ten sounds high, so maybe seven, seven or eight. Pieces? I mean, if it was it, if I was being if I was being challenged, I'd, I'd do what had to be done. So you guys are better than me. But I think recreationally, I, I could do between six and eight. I'm like a four guy. Okay. I'm not. I can't go over four. Cause you're not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, it's just I don't feel good after that. Okay, enough's enough. All that rice starts expanding. Yeah. 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 Well, so you can go the other route. And I always forget, is sashimi is the one without the rice, right? Yes. Okay. So you can go sashimi. That could be... That's dicey, though. <laughs> well, yeah, the wrong spot. Now you got the bacteria. Is this white tuna? Sure. bowl in your, in your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, it, it, I mean, I remember, Chuck, the time when you were like, I got... Food poisoning from an oyster down in oh, New Orleans. Wow. Oh, wow. But I'm like, yo, like, I ate, when I was down there, oh. I was eating I was eating oysters like I was a fucking seal. You know what I mean? Like, no, wasn't it mussels or was it no, oysters? Oysters, yeah. Street was oysters. Oh, well, man. Street, street oysters. oysters. But some gutter, do you gutter pres- clams. Do you, pres- <laughs> do you prescribe to the theory of don't eat oysters in months that don't end in Y? Is that what it is? That's R. R <laughs> is R. Close enough. Don't have an R. That don't have an R. Bring them in. Is that because it's hot? Who knows? I don't know. I think that's why. I'm just I remember when I knew I was going to get food poisoning off of oysters was that uh, one of our friends that was in New Orleans that wasn't with us yeah. uh, was texting me to find out where we were. And I was like, all right, let me get the address of this restaurant. So I knew what it was and I Googled it. And the first thing that came up was like a two-star review oh, on Yelp. No. that was like a bunch of places being like, don't eat here. And I was like, oh, shit. I already finished. What was the name of the place? Put it on blast. I'll put it on blast. Um, I could look it up. I know where it was in New Orleans. That's tough, man. I like. I know somebody that went on a trip. Sal's Manila. <laughs> <laughs> Sal's. Stop by Sal's. <laughs> I know somebody that went on a trip with a group of people, right? Uh-huh. And they're like, you know, me and three other people had oyster shooters. Nobody else had them. The two other people that had or whatever that had oyster shooters Straight. didn't get sick. Uh-huh. I did. And it, like, I was like, dude, uh-huh. that's. 
how would you like it's like I still won't drink Bacardi Lamont to this day. I think everybody's got one of those in their Ooh, pack. Oh, that it's is like, mine actually. Goldschlager dog. I, yeah. Got to you a little bit too much, right? You're puking up gold flakes. Oh, uh, that's Goldschlager is just a bad idea. I don't like Jaeger either. Jaeger's terrible. Jaeger's fucking terrible. Why do people? Is it cheap? I don't know. I think some people enjoy the taste. It tastes like Nyquil. It tastes like a more viscous Nyquil. Viscous is a good word. Fucking it's bullshit. a viscous fluid. True that. Change your check your critical velocity, Chuck. Yeah. Yo, I gotta yeah. take a leak. I gotta take a leak. So do I. Alright. Can I pee on the spider? Uh episode one twelve. The name of this episode, uh, this isn't even up for debate. That's just one spider nuts. Spider nuts? <laughs> Where the homies dwell. Mm-hmm. Episode one twelve. Shout out to Big and who was it? Who else was in that song? Oh, I think the, there was a group name one twelve. Yeah, and was, they were yeah. in that song, but it was the chorus was like Room one twelve, where the players dwell. Very good. I All like right, fellas. Chuck. Chuck, good talking to you, man. I'll see you next time. I see you. It'll be because you and I are getting married. Oh, I'm excited. oh yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I'm, I think I got a, that wrong. I'm having a sleepover. <laughs> Is he staying with you? No, nice. I'm staying with oh, him. Steve's oh. crashing. That's right. Crash and burn, baby. Where? A lot of cigarettes. Going to be smoked that night. Are you staying at the hotel with him? Yep. Yep. Is Justin coming? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Man. Why does he? Just Chuck, why does Chuck. he worry me? I'm like, I'm like, dude, I RSVP'd. He's asked me like three times if Justin's coming. I'm like, wait, did I? Did I fuck that up? Is Cole, is Cole head counting? He's like.